Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Friday the 3rd of March 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished up 0.4% today to 7,283 points. That means the market ended the week down just a touch. It was a fourth successive weekly loss and over the past month, the ASX 200 is down 3.6%. 10 of the 11 sectors on the bourse rose today. It's just that none rose by very much. Telcos were the best performers. The Real Estate Investment Trust Index was the only one to go backwards today. Not a lot going on. National Australia Bank led the banks higher. It was up more than 1%. The big miners were mixed. Rio jumped 1.6%, while Fortescue lost 1.6%. Go figure. Telstra rose 1.4%. Liontown Resources was the best on the day, jumping more than 12%. Over the Last fortnight, the Lithium Group's share price has risen 25%. The worst performer today was Empole, down nearly 6% after it went ex-dividend. Story number two, Qantas will hire 2,300 pilots, cabin crews and engineers in the next 18 months as part of a recruitment and training initiative that will see the airline refill thousands of roles cut during the pandemic. The plan is to ultimately increase headcount by up to about 8,500 people over the next decade. Now remember, the national carrier cut almost 10,000 jobs during the pandemic. Qantas currently employs about 23,500 people. The airline also wants to establish a new engineering academy to train up to 300 aircraft engineers a year to help fill defence contractor and general aviation roles. It takes around five years of training to become a licensed aircraft engineer. The engineering academy will open in 2025, though Qantas has yet to decide where it will be located. Chief Executive Alan Joyce said he was primarily looking at Melbourne, Perth or Brisbane to help fast-track the approval process and talks with the unions about the needs of the training school were continuing. Story number three, the woes at Downer EDI keep getting worse, with Chair Mark Chellu today resigning from the contractor. At the end of a week where the Chief Financial Officer said he'd leave, the Chief Executive Officer ended his tenure and the company downgraded its earnings forecast again on the back of accounting irregularities. Large investors were demanding consequences for the profit downgrades in recent months on the back of the accounting issue, and there's no bigger scalp than the chair. Downer's market capitalization has gone from nearly $4 billion in the middle of last year to $2 billion today. Story number four, much higher living costs and rising interest rates needed to rein in price increases are taking a toll on consumers and have triggered the highest rates of financial hardship since the start of the pandemic. Four in 10 Australians are experiencing some form of financial difficulty, which is the highest number since the early days of the COVID-19 outbreak, according to the National Australia Bank's Hardship Survey. The elevated December quarter results follow steady increases in reported hardship over three years. Those experiencing hardship might be struggling to pay bills or rent, not have enough money to buy food or are falling short on mortgage and loan repayments or don't have enough money to fund an emergency. Now, despite the aggressive interest rate hikes driving up repayments for those with variable rate loans, the inability to meet mortgage repayments was the lowest contributor the high rates of financial stress. The survey of 2,000 Australians found just one in 20 respondents were struggling to meet their home loan obligations, compared to one in five people who had missed paying a bill in the past three months. And story number five, the worldwide economic impact of obesity and excess body weight will more than double to 4.3 trillion 
US dollars with a T, 4.3 trillion US dollars in 2035 from 2020 levels as prevalence of the condition continues to rise, according to the World Obesity Atlas 2023. A long-standing intractable problem, obesity has been spreading throughout the world. More than half of people worldwide over age five will be overweight or obese by 2035. That's up from 38% in 2020 and about 24% one quarter of all people will be obese by 2035. Incredible. The World Health Organization has issued health recommendations for prevention, including promotion of exercise and increased response from health systems. But more action is needed to control the situation, the report says. Among workers, the condition raises absenteeism, reduces productivity while at work, and raises rates of premature retirement and death. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday, the 3rd of March, 2023. Michael Thompson, Adam Lang and I will be back tomorrow morning with the weekend edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.